All right. Here, this one goes to Carl. I noticed something while calibrating and balancing and generally messing about with my drones yesterday. Independently of tuning, for the sake of brevity, if the bass drone won't start because the tongue is not open enough, but I shorten the drone on the lower tuning pin, the drone starts. Interesting. Now, I understand that the tongue needs to be open enough to allow the air to pass through it and that its flexibility creates a vibration we experience. Blah, 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 blah. But if I don't change how open the tongue is, how does shortening the length of the drone make the reed tongue start to vibrate? It's a cool question. That is a cool question. And I'm not Uh, sure that's going to be. Yeah, it can be true. Um, I don't know if I have the answer, though. Uh, it is a phenomenon. Sometimes a drone will shut off if it's, if, it's, if it's too high. If it's just simply too high, it shuts off. And if you bring it down, it works, but it might not tune correctly. Um, so the solution is probably in the nose cone itself or the, the tuning pin. You probably have to bring it out a bit so that it tunes, the drone is actually tuning in the right place. That's probably the solution. As to why exactly that happens, I don't know. I think, um, I think the answer is kind of like pointed to in the forum here. Like he, uh, Tim Gatehouse has a friend who works in HVAC and has some thoughts regarding the back pressure that a longer run creates that might be onto something. And I think that's, that's probably exactly what it is, back right? Pressure. So especially the bass drone, I think it's so long that, uh, you know, and the longer it gets, the more complications that we see with the way that the air travels. And so like, you can just picture like, you know, maybe something having to do with the length or the shape of the reed causes some of the air to kind of circle back and just kind of cause issues. And uh, more commonly, what we see is the double toning bass, where the bass actually kicks on an octave or two higher than it should. Um, And that problem over time, we've discovered, I mean, Jack Lee is the person who taught the principle to me, which is that the first tuning pin, the lower it tunes, the less likely it is to have issues. Okay, so right. something to do with the shape of the bass drone uh, is causing that issue. Now, if, if um, a lot of people who play old legacy pipes or crappy pipes, who, well, you know, I'll leave brand names out of it, uh, will find that no matter what they do, their bass is always tuning up really high if they want it to sound good at all. And so, you know, good luck. But generally speaking, we can maybe find a lower pitched bass read yeah. that could help us get it to tune a bit lower um, and, and just some trial and error. The other obvious thing to do is make sure that the top tuning joint is tuning nice and high so that'll bring the, the, the other one lower. That's right, John, howling bass and double toning bass are the same thing, that's right. Hey everybody, Andrew Douglas here from the Piper's Dojo, and I just want to say thanks so much for listening to today's iteration of the podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, it would be super helpful to us and to a lot of bagpipers out there trying to find us. If you could give us a top-notch review on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, particularly Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, and things like that, your review would be really, really helpful. So if you have a moment today, definitely go over there and help us out. Other than that, until we meet again on the podcast or somewhere else, thanks again for listening.